Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to the episode of Blurg. Today we're talking Subway Hero, and unlike every other TV show in the 2010s, we're not devoting an entire episode to less-than-clandestine Subway sandwich product placement. Rather, we're diving deeper into the hypothermic embrace of one Dennis Duffy, who returns to our scenes as an exonerated sex offender and fiscal liberal. In other plot points, Jenna actually has lines, Tracy becomes a Republican, sure, and Kenneth learns the true meaning of Sandwich Girl. Again, not Subway sponsored. Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers! We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Those things are so bad for me. 400% of my sodium? I should not be eating this. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the bravest New Yorker since Bernie gets Mr. Dennis Duffy. What's with the trophy? It's a Stanley Cup, honey. It's hockey's ultimate prize. And me and it, we're teaming up to fight illiteracy. Wow. I never would have had the guts to do what that dude did. You don't know that. I do know. I've watched seven different people die in subway stations. So, Dennis, tell us what it was like in the moment. What was going through your mind? You know, it, it was all instinct, Jack. My mind, it was it was so clear. All I could think about was Derek Jeter. And it was like, check this out, Jeter. You think you're better than me? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Subway Hero, Nick? I think I enjoyed it less than you, just because I know your affinity and affection for Dennis Duffy. But I still loved it. Yes. Dennis Duffy... Amazing. Tim Conway, B-Story, why? I don't. And he won an Emmy for it. Did he really? Yes, for Best Special Guest Star. What was he in previously? He was on the Carol Burnett show for a really, really long time. Yeah, he's a founding cast member. I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. He made terrible movies called Dolph, where he pretended to be a little person and he would sit on his knees and play Mm. golf. But... He and Harvey Corman on The Carol Burnett Show were the funniest. The funniest. If you ever get a chance to watch old Carol Burnett shows, they are hilarious and they make each other crack up, which is, of course, the best part, but so funny. It's like our podcast. Well, you make me crack up and then I make you roll your eyes. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Did it. I mean, I did kind of love, there was one scene where the Carol Burnett guy, whose name I've forgotten, so sorry was like, and if you wanted to do something private with another man, it wasn't gay. Just men appreciating each other's bodies. And I was like, <laughs> And then he salutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes I feel like that would have been a fun time in which to just get railed. Yes, and so this episode starts <laughs> out. And both of my worlds are colliding today because this episode and my hatred of Meghan McCain collide yep. because he was talking about <laughs> How horrible John McCain was. And even though he made one great vote in his entire lifetime for Obamacare that wipes out all the other horrible things that he did, including not wanting to have Martin Luther King Day, um, he did create a terrible daughter who I get to hate on a regular basis. So Liz walks into Jack's office. He needs her help. He's organizing a fundraiser for John McCain this weekend and needs some women. (laughs) And Tina, uh, Liz says, Happy International Women's Day! We're yes. on that day. <laughs> so it doesn't turn into another giant sausage fest. Uh, what's the committee to reinvade? <laughs> <laughs> Just say you'll come. Just say you'll come. Jonathan's going to round up all the other cool Republican celebrities. Now, can we insert Scott Bayo or who's the guy who plays Hercules? Kevin, Kevin Sorbo? He's Kevin he doesn't Sorbo, play Hercules, yeah. but he plays whoever. He played Hercules. <laughs> 
But at this time of this episode, they're like talking about cool Republican celebrities. She's like, like who, Chuck Norris? And he's like, no. Senor and I had a falling out after I switched to another dojo. <laughs> so Liz is lying and says she's not giving any money until there's campaign finance reform and she's saving up money for a new humidifier. <laughs> it's the same model that's keeping Larry King alive. Um, and so Jack wants her to book the subway hero who she's never heard of. Now, do you know this is based on a real person? Yes. What? On January 2nd, 2007, Autry was his last name, was waiting for the train at 137th Street City College subway station in Manhattan with his two young daughters. Around 12.45 p.m., he and two women noticed a young man, Cameron Holopeter, having a seat. <laughs> Audrey borrowed a pen and used it to keep Holopeter's jaw open. Following the seizure, Holopeter stumbled from the platform falling onto the tracks. As Holopeter lay on the tracks, Autry saw the lights of the oncoming train. <laughs> As one of the women held Autry's daughter's back away from the edge of the platform, Autry dove onto the tracks. He thought he would be able to take Autry off, excuse me, Hollow Peter off the tracks, <laughs> but he realized there was not enough time to drag Hollow Peter away. Instead, he protected, you know it, Hollow Peter by throwing himself over Hollow Peter's body in a drainage trench between the tracks where he held him down. Though the operator of the train applied the brakes, all but two cars still passed over them, close enough to leave a stain on his cap. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, so there really was a subway hero. I would not so jump on the tracks and lay my body on top of yours between you and the train. No, I so would have been frank in this episode. So Jack asks her if she watches the news, and she says the Food Network doesn't have a news show, which is hilarious because none of the stations I watch have news shows either. The Learning Channel? No. You watch The Learning Channel? Oh, I TLC. Mean, just her sister That's wives. right. <laughs> Just for <laughs> Nothing else. So Jack's story about Dennis Duffy is this guy stepped in front of a train and saved his total stranger had fallen on the tracks and he pulled him between the rails and the train missed their head by inches. She's like, that's amazing. <laughs> it's like when you or I try to show genuine emotion. Wow. Every show wants a guest appearance by the subway here, but we have an advantage. Because of two, your fucking ex, Dennis Duffy, yo. We cut to bronze medallion recipient Dennis Duffy getting bestowed this honor by who? Mayor Presidential Bloomberg. candidate, Mayor Bloomberg. Can you, can you believe that happened? <laughs> yes, because, as I'm sure you read in the IMDb notes, he's been on many television shows. I didn't do any research. Oh, sometimes you like to one-up me and like take I away know. my research points. <laughs> he is on Law and Order 1990. 30 Rock, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and The Good Wife. See, I like Everywhere. my politicians not on television shows. Like Joe, but... Oh, wait. He was on Parks and Recreation. Oopsies. <gasps> now, the news ticker when Dennis is on TV includes the headlines, NORAD puts cyborgs in charge of Skynet, <laughs> zombie spokeswoman welcomes peace, talks nightfall, and baby bottle found on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so, just nice. like today. Why did that space thing... Was that a good... That rocket that landed and then exploded? That's not good, right? I think it was supposed to be good. I don't know. Everyone was saying it as if it was fun. It's weird. And stupid Dennis Duffy's like, I accept this honor on behalf of every stern rules. Bubba booey. Um, did you remember back to Mayor Bloomberger for a second? Remember when he spent like $10,000 for these influencers, these gays influencers to be like twerking behind Mayor Bloomberg? Closer no. to Bloomberg for president? It was rough. <laughs> I don't remember that. He paid yeah. gays to twerk behind him? No, he paid gays to support him, and gays oh. were like, oh, how do we best do this? <laughs> so Liz is uh, freaking out like, no! Jack says, oh yes, Dennis Duffy, beeper salesman, and your ex-boyfriend, and Dateline Predator, exonerated Dateline Predator. 
It's a big, silly misunderstanding, like the Giuliani campaign. Which one? Like, Giuliani was reviled and, you know, made fun of then. What is he now? Uh, It's amazing how many of these references make sense, more sense now than they did then. It's so sad. I know. As the hair dye is screeching down his face as he's yelling outside of total landscaping. As he's... In the boring wildly. Oh my god, taking his pants. Listen, down. that's just something that happens when you get old, okay? You just start walking and all of a sudden you're farting and you didn't mean to. <laughs> he was in a courtroom defending Trump. Yeah. He got overexcited. Boom, boom, fart, fart. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so Jack tells Lemon to be professional about this whole situation and encourages her to put her best foot forward open her legs and open Dennis Duffy into all of our hearts. Was that not suggested? I felt it was. <laughs> and then poor Jonathan's in the room who worships him like a God. And he's like, we all have to work with people we hate sometimes. Jonathan, why don't you put on more of that cologne? <laughs> this is my favorite part. Cause this is me. When I say subway, you say hero subway. And Blue hero? Like, hero. Hero. <laughs> Ugh. So we open up and Dennis Duffy is hired to open up a 99 cent store. Well done. I now declare the store open for all mankind. And then he sees Liz in the crowd. Hey, dummy, he says to her. I hate what that. a cute little nickname. Hey, dummy. I don't know. I appreciate when people, like, I don't love when it's like, hey, you fucking piece of shit. But someone was just like, you know, it's an affectionate nickname, but it's not like, hey, sweetie, hey, bear. It's like, hey, shit stain. <laughs> hey, Colin. Um, she's. <laughs> She's like, Dennis, he's like, I knew you'd be back. She's like, yeah, I'm not back. Jack sent me because he wants you on TGS. It's fate, though. And he then compares them to the Ross and Rachel thing, but not gay. This whole Dennis Liz thing cannot be stopped. Now, I think we need to take a moment of silence for whoever quaffed Dean Winter's hair. Because it is high and proud and frozen in time. Dennis is living all in his delusion. And he's like, we always knew this would happen, didn't we? I mean, that I would be somebody. And not just because I can't of my band. This happening. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want just want to rock. Ah, what happened to Sugar Ray? Who cares? But I did find Mark McGrath very attractive. A long same. Time ago. <laughs> just so you know, I have noticed that your sweatshirt has become unzipped since we started this podcast, where it was zipped during the last podcast. So what I've noticed is that I'm wearing a small. My quarantine body is no longer a small, and so I'm wrapped in it like a sausage. And my it was body's a breaking that you free. Made. Was a choice that you made. <laughs> Your body wants to be free. My soul wants to be free. I literally, I just breathe and it's just like. Whoa. You can't even see it though. I know, but I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> My nipples are covered. My nipples are covered. But they don't want to be. And so you and wore a tiny shirt on purpose. <laughs> it's chilly in this room. You know what you could be? A dateline predator. How so Dennis you? is feeling himself and he's like all proud of himself. And she's like, hey, you were on dateline. <laughs> So let's cut into the chase. You want to do the show or not? He's like, I don't know. She's like, you know, I've written in my notes, his hair is fully blown out and he's totally wearing a gold necklace. I can't. He's thinking about it because he's got lots of offers from news and dancing programs. But how could I say no to you, right? I mean, maybe we should see where this crazy Dennis Liz roller coaster ride takes us, huh? Would you date Dennis Duffy? No. Dean Winters is a person. Dennis Duffy is a character. Do I have to explain this to you again? These are not real people. What's happening? Where am I? Julie. No, no one would date Dennis Duffy. He wrecked her apartment. He is a terrible person. Yes, he brings her food, but that's pretty much it. Nobody calls me dummy or gives me a noogie, which is what he just did to her. Only because we're socially distanced, Julie. If I could, 
If we weren't doing this, first of all, if anyone went their hands anywhere near my head, it would be smacked away. (laughs) That's true. No, I understand and respect your physical boundaries. Like, we'll hug occasionally, but it's like... No, we won't actually. It's over now. Pandemic has told me that no touching is fine. (laughs) They say after a year of not being touched, you'll probably be sad and die. Nope. Same. (laughs) I'm still alive. Look at this air hug. Mm. (laughs) I feel good about it. You know, it's not peaceful. Bucky Bright, who was a major TV star in the 40s. What happened in 72? I don't know. That was the year I was born. Yeah, that's so good things. <laughs> I like that you both made Trixie Mattel and got you noises. <laughs> and he's your Republican celebrity for the McCain dinner. <laughs> so Bruce Willis wanted to sing. Jim Belushi wanted to sing. Everyone wants to sing. God. Why does everyone sing? There's too much singing. Why are the Democrats so boring? Or the Republicans so boring? The Democrats because they don't support the human rights. Celebrities. <laughs> But Kenneth actually knows who the fuck Bucky Bright is. He's beside himself. He's super fucking pumped. He's into it. And Jack's like, you know who this is? To which Kenneth is like, who the fuck does it? Most people don't know this whole situation. So Mr. Bright is with Kenneth for the next eight days, pretty much. Do not skip over this next part. I simply won't. Because he says, let me ask you a question, Kenneth. And Mr. Bright here told you to vote Republican, would you? He's like, oh, no, sir. I don't vote Republican or Democrat. Choosing is a sin. So I always just write in the the Lord's name. (laughs) To which Jack says... That's Republican. We count (laughs) count those. We count those. Yeah. (laughs) Which, I mean, what a lovely indictment on the fact that evangelical Christianity has become synonymous with the Republican Party, even though they don't espouse the Lord's word. He's like, well, I don't know whether you know it or not, but I used to do the old soft shoe at the Eisenhower rallies. Which Which knowing him, soft shoe was a euphemism for like coke sure yes and yes and <laughs> it's like i'm sorry to have wasted your time like you are a loser get out kenneth will show you out and then he tells him all sorts of stories about this place mr bright feels that no one would want to listen kenneth says oh contraire takes us back to when times were classy no shirts with words on them he's looking at you frank <laughs> I guess I wasn't looking at him because it took me a while to find him. Uh, dungarees, <laughs> anything like that. No, no, no. Men came to work in suit, ties, hats, tailor-made place for your carnation in your lapel, an inside monogram pocket for your opium pipe and your switchblade. Sure. I'm sorry. I love, what now? I love <laughs> Kenneth. Kenneth's um, oh, elegant. And then what now? Prime. So he's going to show him around the studio. Meanwhile... The next big character, bigger than Josh could ever hope to be, Sabor de Soledad, makes its first appearance. Now, I didn't know what it means. Do you know what it means? Taste of the sun. Taste of loneliness. (laughs) How great is that? It translates to the flavor of loneliness, and then their catchphrase is, it's very hot and affectionate. It's so great. That is amazing. 400% right? of my sodium. That's these cashews right here. Oh my God. I bet they're delicious. They look like munchos or funyuns or Cheetos. So Jack's coming in. He's bringing in Dennis. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the bravest New Yorker since Bernie Getz, Mr. Dennis Duffy. And Bernie Getz, I'm pretty sure, killed somebody on the subway and is not a hero. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I Googled it. 1984 subway. Yeah. Shooting. 
subway shooting. So he like pretended that these guys were doing something that they weren't, and then he killed someone and he got off. Or I don't remember. Oh, it was not good. Lord. Whatever it was. So he comes in. He's got the Stanley Cup trophy, hockey's ultimate prize, and me and it were teaming up to fight illiteracy. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's wearing a hat that says exactly. Sure. Nice. He's like, wow, I would never have had the guts to do what that dude did. And Liz is like, you don't know what you do. He's like, oh, I do know. I've watched seven different people die in subway stations. <laughs> yes. So Nick, tell us what it was like in the moment. What was going through your mind? So if I'm channeling my inner Dennis Duffy, you know, I would say it was all instinct. My mind, so clear. All I could think of was Derek Jeter and how I wanted to be better than him. And I was like, check it, Jeter. You think you're better than me? So Boston. Wow. Uh, and then we cut to what's The morality name? police that is Jenna Moroni. Jenna! How can you not love her? She's already had sex with him, right? We don't know this at this point. We don't know it, but it's happened. But it's happened, yeah. Scandal. Scandal. <laughs> She's like, so you but, brought Dennis back? Only because Jack made me. But she recalls when they first met and how sparks were flying. And they were both watching the 800-hour movie, The Hours, and they both said, <laughs> they should call this thing The Weeks. And then apparently she's in the flashback as well because Tina Fey through Liz Lemon says, <laughs> The Weeks. Nice. By the way, I did have that sort of a haircut at some point with the flip that Liz Lemon has where you're like using your flat iron and then you swoop it up at the end for a little flip. Oh, terrible. It's like a pre Lisa Rinna. Yeah. <laughs> the next stage in evolution. Yes. So everyone's like, shh, Liz, listen to me. Dennis is like those off brand Mexican Cheetos. My sabor de soledad. I love that that's tasty. That is so funny. She's like, only a Spanish jelly's in my neighborhood. I also don't know what they've made the actual prop bag out of, but it's obviously going to live forever and it can't crinkle or bend. I love it. Mm -hmm. And that happens with every single TV show product of that nature. You can always spot it immediately. And for whatever reason, I'm just like the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme where I'm like, oh, it's a fake bag. Props. It makes me happy. She's like, you know, those are bad for you too, but you keep stuffing them in your mouth because it's easier to do than bothering to eat well. That's a weak metaphor. You deserve a good meal, Liz. Ah, but that one got me. I don't care. I love Jenna and I love what she says. And she made sense there. Subway hero. Bum, 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 bum. Subway hero. <laughs> you know what else no one needs to see? Tracy as a public face of the Republican Party. There she goes. Yeah. Um, black people supporting Republicans. Does hot support cold? Does rain support the earth? <laughs> Yes. Um, this is like super fucking eerie, though, especially not that Republicans haven't been doing this for eons, but especially with all of the new voter legislation to reduce the black vote and trying to eliminate African-American votes during the last election, where he finally gets to in his full circle moment. Black people just aren't Republican. Don't vote. Don't vote, people. It's scary. Do you like lower taxes? If I paid taxes, I sure would. How about gun ownership? <laughs> states rights? I love states rights. <laughs> And let not us forget, the GOP is the party of Lincoln. Enter dot com. <laughs> Actually, today's Republican Party would be unrecognizable to Lincoln. He fought a war to preserve federal authority over the states. Dot com, this need you have to be the smartest guy in the room is off-putting. It gets a good Jack head nod with that. He's like, I, I guess, guess that's why I'm still single. Whenever dot com or Grizz 
get into the moment. They just absolutely kill it. Grizz is such a sweet, kind-hearted soul. Dotcom's so smart. Such an artiste. He just slinks away. <laughs> like, Aw. What, what are you laughing at? I just realized you have no shirt on. <laughs> but I tilted my camera up. So no, I, it's very warm in this attic. It is very warm in this attic. So I'm a disembodied dad. Oh, Did I not say I knew we were headed there? You were not I know, but my nipples are covered. Theme. Choose a tank top. <laughs> I'm so warm. How people at home are thinking about you. Ugh, put your arm in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can't even see anything. Oh, I can see it with my energy eyes. <laughs> oh, let's just move on. So, uh, uh. Trace is in a quandary because he doesn't know what to do, but the Republicans speak to him uh, because he's a rich person. But then we switch back to Bucky Bright, who's still wandering in the halls with Kenneth and talking about sandwich girls. And why do we call them sandwich girls? Not because they got sandwiches, because two guys would presumably Eiffel Tower them and like sort of sandwich them. Gross. Not into it. He finds his old dressing room. And then we move back to Dennis Duffy. Thank God. Hey, dummy. I was just telling these dummies how we used to go to the park and make fun of all the joggers. And the sparks are flying because Dennis Duffy, Liz Lemon mean people they're mean people and so twofer just got a fucking salad trying to live his life they ream him entirely let's go for it you want to be liz or you want to be uh dennis obviously just before that i want to be evil liz and say oh i'm gonna run around in a circle so i can live longer eating my chips (laughs) all right you watching your figure there sweetheart what are you gearing up for swimsuit season um and then unfortunately bucky bright walks by and says we used to call this the drew room brutal um Frank says, oh, here's some lettuce for my burger. Hey, Chief, the uh, the kid's birthday party that hired the Urkel impersonator is down the hall. <laughs> Are you going to cry? Yeah, he's going to cry. <laughs> and Dennis puts his arm around Liz, grabs in for the loneliness chips, and goes to town. Elizabeth Conway Lemon. That's not my middle name. That's not my middle name. No one knows my little name. <laughs> Except she does have a middle name, and I've looked it up. It's Mirvaldis. Is that true? Yeah. It's Latvian. <laughs> It's a Latvian masculine name. Mirvaldus. Will you spell so, that, please? <laughs> yes. M-I-E-R-V-A-L-D-I-S. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> the whitest inside of arms I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm very pale. I'm very pale. It's just a totally different picture with your arms up with no shirt. <laughs> so sorry. So the City Light Paper... Headline is Subway Hero has a field day because it's a picture of the Subway Hero with Sally Field. But of course, it's not Sally Field. It's Liz Lemon. It says that the author of the article is Kay Cannon. Kay Cannon is a writer on 30 Rock and later on goes on to write and produce all the Pitch Perfect movies. Cute. Little known facts. I mean, not that little. (laughs) I found out on the internet. (laughs) So, Jenna. Sorry. One more fact. Oh, oh, go. (laughs) She was married to Jason Sudeikis. From 2004 to 2010. Oh my. Scandal. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, who just won for uh, Ted Lasso. And a hoodie. No, Critics' Choice. So Jenna reads the headlines, and Liz gets super defensive and says, you know, entertaining a guest of the show, it's just called being professional. It wasn't a date or anything. I paid for dinner. She defends him so hard because he pays for the meal, which she always does. And then she goes into this rant of, well, you can't get credit cards because his cousin Teddy used to in his social to get a cell phone that Teddy then couldn't pay for because Indian guy. You know what? I don't, you know, you know what? I don't have to. Yeah. 
yeah, like that. Maybe a couple photos where you don't give the thumbs up. No, that's my thing, dummy. You know what? Doesn't matter. Just getting through the week. You know, it's all really happening for me. My people, my city, my woman. Huh? I tell you, everything is starting to go my way, Liz, because I'm a man of action. Yeah, I got to stop overthinking everything like I used to. That was never your problem. Elizabeth Sarah Lemon? That's not my middle name. Will you marry me? Oh, God. Oh, sir. Bucky We're is back. still there. You're back. <laughs> he never left. He wandered around the uh, building all night. Didn't run into a single soul except one gigantic lesbian. Who is Conan O'Brien? Why is she so sad? Uh, Tracy's now dancing and listening to Billy Joel, which starts to skip. He decides to hit it with a screwdriver and goes to purgatory with Jack playing Nixon. Because this is the beginning of Jack playing terrible historical figures. He should not. <sighs> purgatory. Tracy's like, where is this place? And Nixon is like, it's purgatory. Tracy. He's like Richard Nixon. I can't believe I'm dead. There was still so much on my bucket list. So many different kinds of buckets. I wanted to own buckets. Typical Tracy doing the mind. It's but never um, too late. Tracy, you can't die. Now your party needs you. Um, yeah, because we lost some prestige because of the Bush administration and Watergate. And Watergate. Little do they know, that's going to look like the golden era in, in like 10 years. Cute. Then Sammy Denise Jr. is there, who's appropriately played by Twofer. Yeah, all of it's tough. Um, yeah. So. you got to help <laughs> get the party get back to its groovy roots, man. Wow. Yeah, he was black, Jewish, one eye, white wife, big tent. Big old tent. <laughs> but big tent is not what they're saying now that there's the Republican Party's huge. It's a big tent. We've got room for everybody. It's always been McCarthy a big tent. Said. Yeah, that's their that's been their catchphrase for some time. It's like it's a big tent for everyone. And then Mitch not Mitch, uh Mitt Romney was like, Well, it's not big enough for the insurrectionists, but I'm not gonna vote against them. Anyway, so really? Dennis's politics are social conservative, fiscal liberal. Hilarious. Said no, one <laughs> no one ever. No one ever. Social conservative, fiscal liberal. Okay, great. Yeah. And he's super poor. So <laughs> so liberal makes sense for him. Right. From both sides. You see, the GOP is trying to, to raise its celebrity profile. I and mean, we would love it if the subway hero could help us out. He can't do nope. it. He can't help McLean. Like I said. <laughs> McLean? <earlier>. McLean. <laughs> McCain. <laughs> yes, he can't help John McLean from the Die Hard movies. Die Hard. Die Hard. Because he's a Navy man. And he almost joined the Marines once. So Right. And when John McLean was in McCain... Was in the Naval Academy. There were 898 people in his class, and he finished 894th. Let me say that on every podcast I can today. So, uh, Liz is like, all right, I admit it. Dinner with Dennis last night was fun. Jenna's disgusted. Well, I don't like a lot of people, Jenna, but that dumb creep makes me laugh. Jenna's like, you know better. Do I? I might be an idiot. I know I'm supposed to make myself nice meals instead of eating junk. You know what I'm using my oven for? Warming yeah, my jeans warming in the morning. Yeah, warming your jeans in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It feels good. <laughs> Back to Jack and Dennis. You know what the subway thing has taught me, Jack? It taught me to follow my instincts more. That's how you get ahead. You must know what I'm talking about. You smell rich. Yeah, and then we learned that his colon, I'm sorry, cologne, is distilled from the bilge water of Rupert Murdoch's yacht. I don't know what the word bilge means. So it's like the part of the ship where water flows out, but it's also synonymous for rubbish or trash. So fancy. My point is, Jack, you got to be a man of action in this world. You know, you can't overthink stuff. Yeah. Not thinking is what makes America great. Dennis is unhappy with the wardrobe choices. He wants a leather jacket with a glow-in-the-dark skeleton t-shirt and a pork pie hat for his head. Toronto. <laughs> 
I never He's heard of Hardy. Pork, pot, pork pie. I looked it up. I know what the hat looks like, but I, I didn't know that's what they were called. So <laughs> the photo shoot's going to be phenomenal. You seem like a man who knows to get exactly what he wants. And he stares directly at Liz. Yeah. He's like a lemon. Good luck with that, Dennis. Good fucking luck. No luck needed, Jack. She bought me dinner last night. Liz is uh, ruminating everything in my life is work, but not Dennis Duffy. I don't have to shave. I don't have to bathe. I don't have to be clever or nice, you know? I can just be <laughs> myself. Isn't that what love really is? No, no. Jenna counters with love is hiding who you really are at all times, even when you're sleeping. <laughs> it's wearing makeup bottles to bed. It's Sorry, it's wearing makeup to bed, going downstairs to the Burger King to poop, and hiding alcohol and perfume bottles. That's love. And it sounds hard. But being with Dennis is easy, says Liz. If you give into it, you just start to feel kind of numb and warm, and then you just get really sleepy. Which is exactly what it's like when you freeze to death. And then we get a fucking what? A blurg. <laughs> Good job, Nick. Take a drink. Back comes Tim Conway to annoy us, and he sees a photo on the wall. Ah, like, but this is one of my favorite parts, and I can't yeah. wait to hear you say it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, whoa, look at that. There I am. He's like, oh, is that really you? Yeah, me and the boys. Men were men back then, I'll tell you. You want to do something private with another man? It wasn't gay. Now it's just two men celebrating each other's strength. I I'm in. <laughs> how cringed out Kenneth is, and he's just like teeth and nodding, and, and Bucky salutes. It's gross. It's just like, you know, you're in the army. There's just a bunch of men. You do what you can. Bang. Tracy runs into Jack. I'm in Jackie D. Nixon's ghost convinced my ghost to help the GOP. God bless those wiretapping bastards. This is great. Never once questions it. It's just like, game on. You did it. All about it. We got to go Let's shoot some commercials. The McCain, not the McLean dinner is Saturday. Whatever. So he gets his wallet from the toaster and they get ready to air. So now we're at a photo shoot and Dennis Duffy can't stop with the thumbs up. He's like, yeah, you <laughs> like, like that? like me with my party hands. <laughs> party. She's like, maybe a couple where you don't give thumbs up. He's like, no, it's my thing, dummy. <laughs> She's like, doesn't matter. Liz is eating a banana. Just getting through the week. You know, it's all really happening for me. My people, my city, my woman. I tell you, everything's starting to go my way, Liz, because I'm a man of action. I got to stop overthinking everything like I used to. Which was ever his problem. And then he proposes in public. Gross. Uh, Scoreboard proposals, sports game proposals. No. You're, that's entrapment. <laughs> Elizabeth Sarah Lemon. Also not her middle name. <laughs> Will you marry me? Smear Valdez. <laughs> she says, oh God, and she flashes back. Is this Anna Karenina? What is this supposed to be where she dies in the snow? I think it's just her dying in the snow. Okay. <laughs> my thought. Um, and she realizes she's about to get, she's about to succumb. He's like, wake Young, up, dumb dummy. and full of succumb. Never date anyone who calls you dummy. No, and definitely don't, don't marry them when they surprise you with a proposal. <laughs> hey, Space Cadet, right here, will you marry me or what? And then Liz goes off, says, no, no way. And you don't know this man. He's not who you think he is. Boo. And then Dennis loses the faith when he's like, I could get any girl I want and not just the fatties and the butterfaces. Brutal. And then he loses the plot entirely. I command you <laughs> as the subway hero. Shut up. You know, a stripper offered to give me a squeezer last night, Gross. a white stripper, to which my notes say, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, what is tricky. the point of that? Not funny. 
because he's a racist. Um, Liz counters with, you're not a hero. You're a loser. You'll always be a loser. Dennis, the volleying here is exceptional. RuPaul would be proud. He's like, I'm the loser. I'm guess like the one who totally missed catching the puck in that Islander game. Islander. Islander. Island. <laughs> What's John McLean? Moving on from that part. So Dennis threatens her. <laughs> to a, just Don't a bad part. you can't take back. Yeah, and then we move to a tricky part as well, where Tracy begins his segment. My fellow Black Americans, can I just say Black Americans? There's no thing as there's no such thing as Black Americans. Jack's a great. It's great. That's why, you're, That's why you're, here. you're here. That's why you're here. My fellow Black Americans, Dr. King once had a dream, a dream that we all share, to build a 200 foot high wall to keep Mexico out, and he also hated estate tax. It's like Jack. I don't know about this. I get it. The Republican Party means less taxes and more guns and the end of the gun tax. But everybody isn't forward thinking like I am. No matter what, black Americans are going <laughs> to always vote Democrat. So they shift their message. Black people, don't vote. Just don't do it. The amount of time it could take you to vote, you could play three games of pool, except in super voter suppressed areas where it takes 24 hours. Yeah. And then it says, don't vote. Paid for by the committee to reinvade Vietnam. Terrible. Sure feels good to make a difference, doesn't it? Now, if you'll excuse me, Nixon asked me to go take some stuff out of his Wikipedia page. And he brandishes a uh, <laughs> screwdriver. <laughs> um, so Dennis is over. His 15 minutes are up. Um, Jack's having none, no more of this Dennis Duffy, so he booked the 911 bird. Winston dialed 911 with his beak and said fire, but only because he didn't know the word for rape. Here comes some snark I highly enjoy. Liz says, Jack, you're not bumping Dennis for my benefit, are you? And he said, well, of course I am. I base all my business decisions on your needs. That's why GE is going to be introduced in the pocket deep fryer. So that would sell. That would sell. The fun cooker. The fun cooker. Kenneth is at the end of his rope with his bucky asshole. He's like, when we sobered up, we realized we'd eaten the peacock and we put the ham in Pete Weaver's office. To which... Kenneth, God bless him. It's just like, you know what, sir? I love television and you are ruining it for me <laughs> with all due respect. Um, and then Bucky Bright's like, well, if you're going to make something beautiful, you got to make a mess of it. Omelette, baby, television show. Weird. It's going to get weird. And then Kenneth's like, the business has changed. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm up to Chinatown to pick up some HGH so that Mr. Jordan's Tigers doesn't realize that he's aging. And oh, <laughs> weird. There's your weird. So Liz is breaking the news that the 911 bird has usurped him. Um, they're in a subway terminal. I wonder what could possibly happen here next. I'm not sure. The cleanest subway terminal in the history Ever. of the world. Ever. Ever. Obviously Ever. a set. It is shiny, shiny, shiny. He's ruining the loss of his celebrity because his mall appearance got canceled. The Mighty Ducks are mad because he left the Stanley Cup on a water taxi. It happens. And he thought he finally did something to earn back the trust of Liz and they could like make smush again. He's going to write a classic song. It's going to be okay. Um, Bucky, back to Bucky and Kenneth, because we just have not had enough of Bucky. <laughs> like, well, that's a very disturbing story. He's like, oh, you're just saying that. He's like, no, you've seen some stuff, I tell you. And this oh, one's well, dating this a daylight predator. Date predator. <laughs> Exonerated. And we're not dating. Yeah. You know what you're talking about, Kenneth. Boy, that's one mouthy sandwich girl, isn't it? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. None of that happened on a subway platform. That's my bad. That's later. I fucked it up. You didn't. Julie, so now we're on the subway platform for real. The cleanest one ever at Rockefeller <laughs> Plaza. <laughs> you didn't fuck it up, Nick, but you were wrong. And I'm correct. I yes and did. I moved along. You did well. I'm so sorry. 
So Dennis is starting to have an idea of how to fix everything. He's like, I was on a subway platform just like this. On a night just like this. <laughs> it's it's daytime. <laughs> we're underground. And we're inside. You know what the worst thing about this whole hero thing has been? Is that I got a chance to see what my life could have been like. You know, if the beaver business had taken off or if I hadn't failed the firefighter exam. Which is totally biased against the Irish. You know, yeah. Liz, being with you and being a hero are the two greatest things that ever happened to me. That could even melt my cold. <laughs> so, okay. What I don't love is a dude is a literal racist asshole, does all these shitty things. And he's like, but I love you, bitch. And she's like, oh my God, me too. I love you too. Let's go for it. Well, society tells you there is nothing worse than being a woman all by herself. So you got to take the love you can get or sit at home and watch the Dodo videos. You know which one I choose. Both. Yeah. So Dennis is like, I just wish I could get it back. She's like, you're going to be fine. She's not thinking anything, but Dennis is certainly thinking something. (laughs) Reality TV has taught us anything. It's that you can't keep people with no shame down. I really believe you're going to do something great with your life. And then he sees a train. We see the train coming. We know what's going to happen. There are stolen glances, fear, shock, determination. What's going to happen? Liz is fighting it. Dennis, don't. Dennis, don't you dare. Oh, the train comes the wrong track. Just go limp. It'll be phenomenal, Liz. Come on. Come on. (laughs) No, no, no. I don't want to. Jackass. It was just a goof, though. And Liz Lemon says, never again. Dennis Duffy says, you'll be back. You'll be back, dummy. And will he be? Yes. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. All right. So what did you think of this episode overall? What what kind of love do you give it? You give it, I mean, it's after Milf Island, which is amazing. Sterling. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't have as much of a kinship with Dennis Duffy. Or I'm sorry, Dean Winters, as you do. <laughs> but it is still enjoyable to see him out here. Um, I think the storylines, I didn't mind the Bucky Bright one that much, maybe because of the gay stuff. But it was, there were moments that were slower. One line of gay stuff is okay for total <laughs> annoyance for the other eight him. minutes. Literally, I've watched entire series for one gay character that has Bridgerton. one gay kiss. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So yeah, I will do that. I found the Bucky part a very downer, but the subway hero story is hilarious. I don't know why you haven't watched Oz. What are you doing? I don't know. It's Talk so about gay stuff. Jesus Christ. But violent gay stuff. <laughs> Not always. Is there love stuff? Oh my God. Christopher Maloney, AKA Law and Orders. Elliot Stabler. <laughs> falls in love. With a man. Correct. With okay, a penis. Okay. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> I know. It's so violent and I have so many fond memories of it. I don't. <laughs> No, what's wrong with me? Like, I tried to watch it in the pandemic, and I was like, oh, no, I can't live through this again. But when I think back to it, I'm like, oh, my God, Chris Maloney and that Toby guy were so in love. (laughs) And I loved Miguel before he went crazy. And, oh, my God, Dean Winters was so hot. And then they brought his Jesus-loving brother on, who can obviously not get any jobs unless Dean Winters brings him, although he was a killer on an episode of Law & Order SVU. (laughs) I mean, I think that the truth is just coming out. We need to do Law & Order next. It's 496 episodes. It will take us the rest of our lives. <laughs> and then on my wall, like a serial killer, I'll have like a giant tree of like, he was in this episode, and then that episode over here. Here is the murderer. Here is the father. There is the son. Murder. <laughs> is it, okay. Is that going to be good for you? <laughs> well, just like Sabor to Dad, we don't always do what's good for us. We do what we like. We do what's easy. And how do we like this episode, Julie? Gemstones. Oh, let's go to the chat. This is a tough one. It is a tough one. Because I don't like the B story or the C story. Ready? Go. Oh, look at us, Emma. 
Emma and Nick both lowballing it at 86. <laughs> Julie hitting it a nail on the head at 91. <laughs> I mean, I just, luck is my superpower. It's just me. <laughs> you would rewatch this? Yes. There's only like three or four Dean Winters episodes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so you got to follow the, the Kenneth, All the Kenneth reaction faces when he's dealing with Bucky are really funny. Um, yeah. Jack's little head nod. Yes. I would. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I would rewatch this frequently. As not my daily, slam. I haven't watched Love Island again, but I will watch it again. No, no, no. I, like eventually, I will watch them all again. But I wouldn't single out this episode. Is what I'm saying. I know my heart goes pitter pat when I see that subway hero. I'm like, Dean Winter. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode is Succession. I don't. I can't remember what that is. Do you know? Yeah, it's when they're when. <laughs> apparently not. No, it's when Don Geis is about to step down, oh. and then. Liz gets promoted to like Jack's successor. It's a fun one. Well, I like it more than fun. you guys, which is fine with me because I get to be me and not you, but I'm glad you guys <laughs> like this. Stuff, thanks so much for listening to the blur podcast. I'm Julian. I'm wearing a shirt. Nick is not. It's not my fault. Emma also clothed. Um, if you'd like to hear about our opinions about anything under the sun, we also do a podcast called takes all over the place, um, which you can find on Apple and iTunes and everywhere your podcasts are found. We have a takespod.com if you want to check out, really see what Nick and I are all about. Um, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you're laughing along with us in this crazy, crazy time. And a slight thanks from me. <laughs> well, it's hard to be thankful without a shirt. Emma? <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank. Stern rules, stern rules, stern rules, ba 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 ba